It's SFL Nights with It's SFL Nights with With AJ Stryker With AJ Stryker It's What is up, SFL Nation? Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decide to hit that play button or turn on that radio dial. Really appreciate it, y'all. Oh, yeah. Look who I have in the house with me. The championship contenders. I have Mr. Charlie Beletsky. He's the running back from the Florida Storm. How are you doing? Can't complain, Ashley. Good to be here. Good to have you. And then I have Mr. T. Roy Gaines, fullback from the Baltimore Vultures. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, guys. This was an exciting weekend of games that took place both in SFLM and semifinals action. I'm going to first send it over to Striker Night Studios to go over some SFLM games and interviews. So take it away. All right, and we are back to some SFLM action. Now week three is in the books. And of course there was no shortage on these rookies out here trying to prove themselves. And here's how it all went down. So the boys and mud dogs took on the Annapolis Navigators and Annapolis won 38 to 27. Boise had 223 yards passing, 268 yards rushing for 491 yards total. Their time of possession was 24 minutes and two seconds with two mistakes. They scored 14 points in the first quarter, field goal in the second, and 10 points in the fourth quarter. Annapolis had 212 yards passing, 198 yards rushing for 410 yards total. Their time of possession was 19 minutes and six seconds with two turnovers. They scored 21 points in the first, seven points in the second, and in the third, uh, and in the third. And they also had a field goal in the fourth quarter. Player of the game was running back Randy Squarebush with 23 attempts, 200 yards, three touchdowns, 85 reception yards, and one reception touchdown. Wow, Randy, great job. The Tacoma, Gliz the Tacoma Grizzlies, say that three times fast, took on the Lexington Miners, and Lexington won 13 to 10. Tacoma had 224 yards passing, 94 yards rushing for 321 yards total. Their time of possession was 22 minutes, 11 seconds with no mistakes. They scored seven points in the second and three points in the fourth. Lexington had 221 yards passing, 82 yards rushing for 300 
and three yards total. Their time of possession was 21 minutes, 49 seconds, also with no mistakes. They scored six points in the second and seven points in the third. Player of the game was quarterback Jalil Usman II. With 12 completions out of 24 attempts, 221 yards, one touchdown, and a quarterback rating of 96. Also on the 29th, the Madison Lynx took on the Memphis River Runners, and Madison won 10-7. Madison had 156 yards passing, 56 yards rushing for 202 yards total. Their time of possession was 21 minutes, 46 seconds, with no mistakes. They scored three points in the second and seven points in the fourth. Memphis had 193 yards passing, 63 yards rushing for 256 yards total. Their time of possession was 22 minutes and 14 seconds with only one mistake. They had 14 points in the second, seven points in the third, and three points in the fourth. Player of the game was first time a strong safety. Aaron, uh, Adrian Blaine, excuse me. With 14 tackles. Fantastic job. The Ottawa Calvary took on the San Jose Flight. And San Jose Flight eked it out by one point, winning 27-26. Ottawa had uh, 276 yards passing, 91 yards rushing for 367 yards total. Their time of possession was 25 minutes and 9 seconds with zero mistakes. Ottawa scored three points in the first, 14 in the second, three points in the third, and six points in the fourth. San Jose had 361 yards passing, 33 yards rushing for 394 yards total. Their time of possession was 18 minutes and 39 seconds with three mistakes. They had seven points in the first, 14 in the second, and six in the fourth. Player of the game was quarterback Jordan Seip. 32 completions out of 50 attempts, 361 yards, three touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 80.5. And Salt Lake was on a bye this week, so congratulations to all of the winners. And if you did not win this week, keep on fighting, all right? We're going to slide on over to rookie shoutouts for week three. So for the boys, uh, boys, Boise Mud Dogs. Now keep in mind, I do these rookie shoutouts again for people that did not get player of the game, but did deserve at least honorable mention for the work that they did on the field during their game. So for Boise, uh, shout out to quarterback Trellis Blankton for 22 completions out of 36 attempts, 223 yards, and one touchdown. Running back Douglas Brown. Douglas, you've been on the sh- I've been mentioning you all uh, for the past three weeks. Doing a good job, man. 30 carries, 268 yards, two touchdowns, 62 long, eight receptions, 73 yards, and one reception touchdown. Wow. Strong safety, Dante Grimm. Also had four tackles, three assists, one tackle for loss, two interceptions, and 14 yards, uh, 12 long. The Annapolis Navigators, shout out to strong safety, Derek Meerkat, Meerkat with eight tackles, one assist, one tackle for loss, one pass deflection, one interception, 40 long, and one touchdown. So that might've been a pick six. So definitely congratulations to you. And free safety, Jerry Degon with nine tackles, one tackle for loss, and two forced fumbles. All right. Tacoma 
quarterback Johnny Reno with 24 completions, 35 attempts, 224 yards. Running back Brad Jones with 22 carries, 90 rushing yards, and one touchdown. Um, linebacker Earl Field with nine tackles. I'm sorry, Earl Fields the fourth, excuse me. Um, nine tackles, two assists, two tackles for loss, while free safety Orlando Grimm had five tackles, one tackle for loss, and eight pass deflections. Lexington, wide receiver David Gears, three receptions, 88 yards, 67 long. Free safety Travis Arthur, eight tackles, one assist, and one pass deflection. Then kicker Brooke Basil, Bezel, excuse me, forgive me if I am pronouncing your name wrong, please let me know. Um, but two field goals made out of two field goals attempted. All right, Ottawa. Quarterback Scar Patterson, 28 completions out of 43 attempts, 276 yards, three touchdowns, and 14 yards. I'm sorry, 14 long. Um, free safety, Andrew Hubbard with four tackles, three assists, one pass deflection, one interception, and two yards. And linebacker, Juan Mississippi, five tackles, three Pass deflections, one interception, and one yard. For San Jose Flight, wide receiver Logan Strange with nine receptions, 146 yards, one touchdown, 56 long, and 16 yards per um, reception. Wide receiver Anthony Delon with 10 receptions, 112 yards, two touchdowns, 42 long. Strong safety Bryant James with 10 tackles, one assist, one pass deflection. And a linebacker, Aaron Gooden, 11 tackles, four assists. Madison, quarterback, Xander Moon, 19 completions out of 30 attempts, 140 yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions. Clean game, I like that. Cornerback, Enzo Bolt, with two assists and five pass deflections. Cornerback, um, and that was it for that one. Um, Memphis, I have wide receiver, it's real Adams, 14 receptions, 111 yards, one touchdown, and 20 long. And linebacker Matt Anderson with five tackles, one assist, and one pass deflection. So great game to all of you. Keep on making an impact, all right? Week four matchups will be on Friday, November the 5th, and they're starting at 7. They will be shown on SFL's YouTube page, and that link will be in the description. And it will include the Annapolis, Na uh, Annapolis Navigators taking on the Memphis River Runners at 7 p.m. The Ottawa Cavalry will be taking on the Madison Lynx at 7.20 p.m. The San Jose Flight will be taking on the Tacoma Grizzlies at 9 p.m. And the Salt Lake City Rustlers will be taking on the Boise Mud Dogs at 9.20 p.m. So these are going to be some fantastic games to watch as these rookies are trying to prove themselves, trying to get their progressions up, get their shine on the field so they can be drafted. And that draft will be here before you know it. Um, to check out articles, stats, team info, or more creative content, uh, like this, of course, um, check out our website, simulationfl.net. And if you want to know more about us, join our Discord from there. Um, championship game will be on Saturday, November the 6th. 
between Baltimore Vultures and the Florida Storm. And the game will start at 2.30 p.m. and will be shown on Next Level Sports and for the fans. Now, check out my one-on-one interview with Mr. Justice Blackwell, wide receiver for the Florida Storm. Normally, I would have a rookie in this spot um, for rookie interviews, but we'll start that back next week. But now, Justice Blackwell. All right, and we are back with my special guest, Mr. Justice Blackwell, wide receiver for the Florida Storm. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, Ashley, and yourself? Doing great, man. I'm doing great. You know, my heart is still a little bit broken, you know. I think I ripped it out my chest over there, you know, on, on Saturday. But, you know, what can I say? I'm sorry. And that was, I, I felt bad, definitely. It was, I love you guys, too. You guys do a great job. And somebody had to lose, unfortunately. And I'm just glad it wasn't us. I hate to say it like that. I apologize. No, uh, trust me. If it was the other way around, I would be saying the exact same thing, you know. Um Great franchises all around. You know, we knew what we were going against. You know, when you're going against a three-time champion, of which the quarterback is a Hall of Famer and your defensive captain is a um, Hall of Famer, too, that gets sacks all every day. That's, I think, that's probably the most times I've been sacked in one game this year. <laughs> so, y'all weren't playing around, man. But, um Congratulations anyway. You know, y'all deserve to be back there with Baltimore. It's going to be a great game, and I know you're excited about it. Definitely. And I know you guys will be back there next year as well, probably. I think you're going to win it all next year unless something happens, but you guys are right there. You're just right there. Always, man. And, you know, it's crazy because every every season we get closer and closer and closer. So I guess the next logical thought would be championship, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. But – Tell us a little bit about you, Justice. I see you out here in chat all the time. You're always supporting everybody in the league and things like that. But what about you? What is your name, uh, your real name, if you want to give us that? Um, your age, hometown, an interesting fact about yourself, and then your favorite NFL team. Okay. Um, my name is Frank. Uh, I'll leave the last name because I live stream on Twitch and, you know, people try to look me up and do weird things. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, South side of Chicago. Um, in my 40s and been a live streamer lately and luckily came across this league. So it's been really nice. And I have a beautiful daughter who just started college and I don't know what she's going to do. She doesn't know what she's going to do either. So she keeps changing. But that's pretty much me in a nutshell, I guess. And a Bears fan, I'm assuming. That's a tough one. Um, Don't do that to me. Um, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I- Hold up. Don't as long as you don't say Green Bay. No, I do not like Green Bay at okay. all. Okay. Okay. I, I I I watch the Bears. Um I kind of switch teams. I, I'm one of these people that switch teams. I, I grew up, we used to play in the field. We used to play like the skeleton type games. So mm-hmm. it was only wide receivers. We didn't run the ball much. So I was always quarterback wide receiver. Those are my two favorite positions. So I, I I prefer the teams that just air it out and go. And the Bears have always been a run first team. So I watch them because they're the hometown team, but, you know, I prefer teams like, you know, um, well, Kansas City until they got terrible, but, and it's not the ones that win. I don't care if they win or lose. I just like watching them airing out and, you know, go down the field and pass, pass, pass. Okay. So you pretty much don't have a set team then? Not really. No. 
But definitely not Green Bay. I've never liked Green Bay. <laughs> okay. So we all good. As long as you didn't say Green Bay, man, we all good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but now you mentioned that you stream. What do you stream? Uh, I stream mostly WWE 2K19 because 20 was absolutely terrible. Um, we do sim leagues there with wrestlers as well. So mostly that. Um, some other sports games from time to time. We did mess with hockey. We mess with little bit of football here and there but it's mostly wrestling because when i don't stream wrestling the view count goes way down so seems like wrestling people just like wrestling and that's it mm, yeah i guess that's the general consensus but with me i like wrestling i like doing it all wrestling car racing um football of course i think football is probably the one i spend the most time you know the most time in at least sfl anyway um, but good stuff. I actually joined, you know, your wrestling, your wrestling league. So we'll see what I can do. You know, it'd be interesting. Um, yep. Definitely waiting to see what you can do for sure. And I love football too. Um, definitely the SFL and we're in the racing league together as well. And that's been a lot of fun as well. Yes, it has been. Yes, it has been. Now you said that you played quarterback. Did you play in college? No, I, I just messing around i never played on any organized teams just you know a bunch of friends out in the field every as soon as the we played baseball all summer and then once the weather got cool we went out in the yard and just played football so but i never played in any type of organized i was little guy back then i nah mm -mm. <laughs> understood and get ran over listen i understand Beyond yep. the problem. <laughs> like five foot four like a buck 20 no that no i'm good <laughs> you probably could be a kicker punter maybe Maybe. They, I think they still need more weight on them. But hey, you know, you at least you were active. You did what you wanted to do, you know. But tell me, how did you how did you find this? Were you on Twitch streaming one day and then you saw us on Twitch front page or something like that? Or like how did you find this? Um, one day I was just surfing through channels and on the recommended list it was simulation football network. I was like, okay, what's this? And I had never heard of it. I checked it out and I was just the minute I saw it, I was like, I got to be a part of this and got in the discord and the rest is history. And man, it's been great. So what is your first season with Florida? Like, and then you go into a championship, your first season, that's got to feel good, man. It, it does. I, I feel like I wish I could contribute more though. I'll be honest, you know, being wide receiver three, um, I only had one year in the minors. So my player is still building up. You know, they picked me as a bronze. Um, it's it's growing pains, but they've been welcoming and I'll just take a ride on their shoulders all the way to the championship if that's what I have to do. Absolutely. And you know, wide receiver three isn't a bad gig. I mean, now, eventually when your player, you know, progresses and gets to that golden level, things like that, you may be targeted more. But, you know, like TJ, you know, he he's running back kick returns and as a third wide receiver you have the potential to do that you know so you know if just try to make the best of what you have while you can i do look at i'm looking at your stats and yeah you know 33 receptions and 331 yards and then one reception touchdown um you were targeted 51 times all season um so yeah i mean getting you more involved is something that i'm sure you'd like to see and i think that you will you know um just stay patient well know? i want to say that i'm not complaining or anything it's just okay. that i in my head that i want to do more but i'm happy with the role i'm in now and i if that's the way it, it stays i'm fine with that as well 
Um, I'm having a blast with Florida and have no reason to switch teams ever. I'll be wide receiver three for those guys forever. I, I don't care. It's, it's just a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome, man. And that's, and that's cool. And I, and I do understand what, what you mean, though. You would like to see a little bit more production because when you're sitting out here watching the game, you're watching the game for like about, what, two hours? And you're watching everybody else get looks and you're watching everybody else do their thing and yours is, you know, you might get a few, but trust me, it'll get better. But um, so you have a lot of people that you brought with you into the league, huh? Yeah, there's, uh, wow. Well, yeah, I got there and I was there for about two weeks and getting to know everybody. And then I was like, this is so good. And I had a lot of fun and the community was well. So I wanted to invite more people in, you know, share it with them. But I always try to be careful because I don't want to send my community over somewhere and it just be toxic. And then they'll come back and look at me. But I was having so much fun. I'm like, we got to get in here. And I think there's, I don't know, 14 or 15 of us now that came over. It's been a blast. And we all support each other and having a lot of fun. I know. <laughs> I think all of you joined my Discord server too. And I was like, what? I just had like a, a slurry of people that joined. I'm like, what is this? Uh, it's the Blackwells. It's, the, it's that crew over there. I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good, man. I think that's good that you that you loved it so much that you decided to bring more people into it. And um, but tell me, do you do you want to do anything else? while you're here besides you know play on the team did you want to try broadcasting because you do have you know you got your whole setup over there i know you, you got your mics and everything did you want to do maybe stats or maybe dive into like scouting or coaching or anything um broadcasting i thought about it hopefully i can get a little more time the problem is is that a lot of times i'm working or busy or my schedule gets flipped all the time i would like to do some of that though um also i've been talking to mighty and um after the season ends, we're going to talk some more and see what we can do. So I'm going to learn some things from him, hopefully. And there ain't nobody better, I guess, to learn from besides Eddie. <laughs> It'd be one of those two. So, and maybe Ramos. Ramos has got his stuff together as well. So T-Pat, TJ, listen, if they've been in the league for more since season, since it started or since like season three, you're pretty much, you're good to go speaking with them because they know this game, like the back of their hand, they know the league like the back of their hand. So you'll be pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, Mighty's been really good. Um, yeah, Mighty. You know, every time I ask a question, he, he answers it right away. He doesn't keep anything hidden. So I, I like that a lot about him. So looking forward to the off season and see what we can do. You know, the one thing that I do like about Mighty too is that he will he will tell you how it is, but he will also tell you why he does makes the decisions that he makes. Like I remember having him on the show and I asked him about his playbooks. And he told me that every season he always scraps his playbooks. And I was like, why would you do that? And he was like, because it's a fresh season. It's a new start. You got to keep it inviting and fresh. And I was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And even if it doesn't work out for him, whatever he decides to do for that season, at least he knows that that doesn't work. And so it's one of the things I do admire about him as a coach. You know, he's not afraid to to go with all wide receivers one year, you know, <laughs> he'll do something like that. So, but um, that's awesome, man. So tell me about Florida's locker room. What is it like in your opinion, especially with it's it's been a blast it's constantly moving 24 hours a day like there's always something happening um anytime somebody's going through an issue they're always right there to pick you up 
Um, a lot of laughing, joking on game days. It's just completely rambunctious. A lot of yelling and screaming. And uh, it's it's funny because Mighty knows all the plays and he can call what's going to happen before it happens. It's just like, oh, if they go deep, Ryan, you're getting a pick here. You're going to do this. Oh, if it's a run play, Charlie, you're going to score. And it just happens. And it's just amazing. And I was like, how do you guys do this? And man, it's just, it's been too much fun. And it's it's been a great experience, even better than the minors. Like I had a lot of fun in the minors. It seemed like a lot of the minor players got along very well. Um, Leon and Axel and all those guys. And I still talk to them today. Um, but this Florida locker room is just completely different. Like I felt welcome the minute I came in there. And then luckily Steven was in there with me. We played in Madison together. He came into the league with me. So that was good, but it's just been a blast in there. And they're a great bunch of guys. And man, I can call them family now. Awesome. Speaking of SFLM, how did you enjoy that whole process? Because that is that is not necessarily new because we've been doing it since like the third season of it. No, like third or fourth season. And I was I would always tell the rookies whenever I have them on the show that we only had one game to showcase all of our talent. And if we didn't, then that was it. But you guys get like it's like 12 games, you know? So what was that experience like for you and for anybody that's considering joining the SFL and what advice would you get? Um, talk to people, have fun, make new friends. I mean, the, 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 the day I came in the server, Axel hit me up right away. We started talking. He interviewed me for Swamp Talk. Before I even knew what I was doing, he was asking me questions about the league. I'm like, I don't know the answers to these questions, but I'll answer the best that I can. Um, playing a lot of those guys we all got along whether what teams we were on um, the one thing the only thing that I that kind of I don't want to say bothered me but I think it's something that needs to be fixed and I think Axel's doing it now is they don't we didn't get told anything it was just here progress this but never why or you know those type of things or how this works or you know we didn't understand any of that it was just kind of like here just do this trust us and go you know and you know, I kind of had to learn and ask questions myself to find out these things. So they're not always laid out in front of you. But other than that, everything else was great. Pretty easy to do, easy to set up. But yeah, it was like, you know, you didn't know what these stats did. You know, like Axel showing what stats teams do. Like it just, we didn't understand any of that stuff. And it's all new to us. And it was just kind of, there was a lot of stuff to take in, if that makes any sense in the very beginning. And there weren't a lot of answers at first. I can understand how that can be daunting and it could be a turnoff to some people especially when you're entering a new environment and you're not necessarily getting the answers um that you were requiring and I, I appreciate the fact that you're bringing it up because maybe that's something that needs to be said so that teams can be a little bit more cognizant of, of those things and as at least in arizona when when we're at, well, when, when we're suggesting different things for players to progress in, it's usually because they've told us that they want their player to react in a certain way or to be a certain way. And, you know, we do our best to try to make sure that it makes sense that you max out your most important attributes first and then add your animations, things of that nature. Um, because if you add animations first and your attributes are not up to par, you will never be a good player, straight up. Right. You will not get the results that you're looking for because 
putting an animation on it to me is like putting a cap on something. So you've already filled your bottle up with all of the good attributes, you know, everything your, your players made whole, you got everything going for him or her. And then you add those animations to just cap everything off. But what I've noticed with some people, because they don't have the guidance, they'll just start adding all these animations and you can't even run route right, you know, or you're slow, you're, you don't have your speed up. So you, you know, you look good with those, with, with all those animations, with all those decorations, but if you can't run, then what good are you? You know what I mean? Right, so, right. I think that is something that we could definitely revisit as a league, you know, just to make sure that, and at least coachings, like when they're, when they're suggesting progressions to say why, and then right. don't be afraid to ask as, because this is your money that you're spending. Don't be afraid to ask, why am I progressing in this manner either? It's like, hey, what, why am I doing this? I'll tell you. Oh yeah, for sure. Like when I asked questions, they were definitely answered. It was just, you know, there was just, you just all this information thrown at you and you're trying to sink it all in. And mm -hmm. it's like, what does this mean? What does this mean? And there's no guide to push you in that direction. And I hate to be the guy constantly like DMing the coach or something like, what's this? What's the, you know, cause I know they're doing a lot of work as it is already. Cause I can't imagine, you know, how, how much work you guys put into this. Like I've seen mighty and especially Eddie, like he's doing interviews with you while he's running Sims in the background. So mm -hmm. there's just no time, you know? And it's just like, I don't want to be the guy that just keeps poking him, but I wanted to know that information. So I did a little background myself and then Axel and I were talking about it and that's where, you know, at Axel and I, we're going to do something together possibly, but he took the reins first, which is good. And because um, he has a lot more time than I do right now. And uh, he's doing a great job with it. So I'm, I'm thankful. And he's definitely teaching people a lot more. Okay, fantastic. Now, what advice would you give to, um, well, you were drafted. And can you, what advice would you give to rookies for a draft day? Because drafts are going to be coming up very soon. And I know that there are going to be people that are, won't get drafted. As I know that there are people who are going to go, you know, first, second, whatever rounds, you know. What is some advice that you'll give to them? Just be patient. Um, come back another season. That doesn't hurt either. At least you get to be part of the league. You get to, you know still hang out with these people, enjoy them, learn. The more you can learn, the more it's just like learn. There's so much information and so many great people here. And um trying to think how to put this, just Frank. So that that's part of it. You know, it's not like, oh, just draft the best quarterback. If there's no room for a quarterback, just you're not going to get drafted. You can't sit on the bench and wait, you know, that type of thing. So just be patient. Your turn will come and, and good things will happen and, and get your name out there. Talk, 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 talk to these owners and drive them crazy. Yes, that works. I, that's that's why I'm still here, because when we when I first started, we had to we had chat ranks. So you literally had to talk and chat to get your chat ranking up. And when I tell you I got on people's nerves, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, that's, you know, that's that's what you do to get noticed and to get picked up. So don't be afraid, man. It's not people have to 
just kind of relax because we're all humans. It's, it's nothing daunting. It's nothing like, oh my gosh, you know, I got to go talk to this on. No, it's fine. I promise you. All right. Um, but tell me, what are some of your goals um, that you want to accomplish by this time next year in real life and on the field? Whew. Wow. That's, that's a tough one. Goals. Um, I'd like to be known more in this community for sure. Um, I'd like to do more, be recognized more, do it, you know, step up, be able to do more, um, improve as a streamer, hopefully get partnered by Twitch at some point. That would be nice. Nice. <sighs> See my daughter graduate college. That would be amazing. She's doing well. I I'm proud of her. It's to the point now where she doesn't ask me for money anymore. So that's a good thing. Yes. Um, Somehow she managed to get her own job and bought her own car. And I'm just like, wow, okay. Uh, so you raised the right. That's dope. I can't complain about that. So I, I feel like I'm on the right track there. Now we just got to get her through college. And uh, man, that's that's about it. Okay. No Dang, real strong, it. powerful goals as of right now, but I'm sure I'll find something. <laughs> no problem, man. I'm, that that was good enough. You know, set the goals you know, and, and meet them. And then when I talk to you, well, I'm sure I'm going to talk to you before next season and before next year, but I'm, I'm just going to kind of revisit this and see if you got everything that you wanted to that, that you saw after. Um, since this is your first time on the show, do you have any questions for me that you'd like to ask before I let you go? No, but I, I would like to thank you for all that you do. Um, definitely ambassador. You should be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Um, I appreciate the times that you've reached out and just say wellness check, checking in on you. That meant a lot as well. Um, even if I was having a bad day, it, it just felt, you know, felt good to have somebody reach out that that cares, obviously. And I believe that you really do. And I appreciate everything you do for everybody here. And if you don't win ambassador of the year next year and Cam doesn't put you in the Hall of Fame, we may have to fight or something. Revolt. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, man. I, I really do appreciate just the kind words. I treat people the way I want to be treated. And you never know. You know, we first of all, we were all new once. So it's important for you to try to make people feel welcome. But kind of like what you said, you don't know what people are going through. And sometimes just saying hello, just, hey, you know, how are you today? You don't know how much that can mean to somebody. So that's the reason I do it, man. But I appreciate you, you know, for always responding because I do do some wellness checks and nobody they don't say nothing. But you know, <laughs> hey, at least I did them. So I appreciate you respond for responding. It's always the thought for sure. It know? is. It is, you know. But, and you um, generally mean it. And that's one thing I can tell that you mean it. There's some people just, you know, and I've done it before, you know, being as a streamer, just, oh, I ain't seen this person. Let's just, you know, and it wasn't as sincere as I wanted it to be. And that's probably something that I need to fix a little bit to myself, be a better person this year. Um, not saying that I'm a bad person, but you know, we could always improve ourselves Everybody for sure. Everybody can, absolutely. Absolutely. But like I said, man, people flock to you. You know, I see you over in the chats. Like I, I see you in game day chat. I see you in general chat. I see you everywhere. And if it's not just saying hi or good morning, you're having full-fledged conversations with everybody and stuff like that. So, you know, you do your thing too. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, it, it's definitely, you know, people support you. I feel like you got to give them the same thing back, if not more, if you can, you know. Absolutely. Because they don't have to. 
time is money. They could be doing a lot of things and they choose to be, you know, hang out with me or go to the stream or afterwards you see us in VC. There's a group of us talking all the time. Yes. So I'm not one of those guys that stream and then disappear. I, I don't, I don't ever want to be that person. So I'm glad that I get to meet all these new and interesting people. And there's still a lot that I haven't met yet. So hopefully I can get to talking to more people in the SFL as well. All right. And last question. What did you think about your season? <clears throat> what did you think about Florida's season as a whole? And what are your expectations uh, on Saturday? On, on Saturday for them on Saturday? The season as a whole was great. A few speed bumps, of course, two of them. Um, Fort Worth, I don't really know what happened in that game. And I, I choose to forget it. And then you guys just beat us to death on the first week. But, you know, hey, if I was like, oh, this is how it's going to start, you know. Um, but we we kept up in the locker room. Everybody was pushing hard. And Mighty and those guys always put in that work. And I appreciate them so much. Um, but it's been a great ride. It's It's been nerve-wracking. I can tell you that. It was the first time I really got involved in sim sports this deeply where I actually care and can't sleep at night and, you know, have trouble eating or whatever. The nerves. I'm already nervous about this game. And, it had you know, still got a few days to go. Um as far as on Saturday, um, I put my trust in Mighty and, and the other coaches. You know, they're going to do their best. And I believe we're going to win this game. I think they could do it. They took out Baltimore last season. And I believe Mighty will, will put us on the field and put us in the best position to win. But Baltimore is tough. It's not going to be easy. And, you know, win or lose, I, I'm, I'm happy with this group. And I, I hope to be there next year as well. Absolutely. And I think you will be. I think you will be. Well, good luck to you guys, man. I wish y'all the best. It was going to be a really good game. I didn't even, I had T-Roy and I have Charlie Beletsky on next. And well, I actually kind of recorded their part first. Um, and I couldn't choose. So I'm letting you know, I didn't choose because it's so hard to, to, to choose between two teams that have been the cornerstones of the SFL for so long. So it's I, best of luck to both of y'all. Okay. Thank you. I, I I know where you're coming from. If I wasn't on Florida, I would it would just be a toy cost. A toy cost. A toy cost. A coin toss. I can't even see how bad it is already. We haven't even played yet, but yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> but that just shows that you care. That's all. That yes. You deeply invested and you care. Cam has definitely put a product out there that uh it works. I, I watched that that video of his. You know, if you're not invested in it, and I was like, yeah, okay. And now I understand it. I get it because I'm totally invested in it. And yeah, it's not like seeing yourself experience. out there. But, um, but thank you so much for being on Justice. And hey, please come back whenever you want to. I'll be happy to have you back on. Um, as I told the guys, uh, if whoever wins, um, they're welcome to take over my show next week. It'll be just about either. Uh, Florida or either Baltimore. So good luck with that. But I can't let you go without giving you the last word. So that could be a song, that could be a poem, or that can be just a simple shout out. But right now, the floor is yours. Well, I'm not a good singer and I'm not going to hurt your, your ears with my voice. And if I knew earlier that I was going to be on here, I might have written you a nice little poem. So I just have to give a shout out this time. But I, I'll owe you something one of these times. I'm not going to say the next time because I know you'll hold me to it. Yes, I sure will. <laughs> but a shout out to 
the Nighthawk Nation who's come over in force and supported the team and each other and everybody in the league, which has been great. And my Florida teammates as well, who have been like a new family to me and I love them to death. And to you as well, Ashley, big shout out to you as well for everything that you do for us as well. You're very welcome. And hey, maybe next time you can bring the whole Nighthawks crew. I, you know, I've had about 25 people on the show at one time. Having 14 on ain't gonna be nothing. You let us know. I'll I'll arrange it, or you can arrange it, or and we'll get it together for sure. Sounds like a great off-season plan. We'll have a whole party. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that one now. That's it. I'm gonna hold you to one. Yes, please do. All right, and I'll see you soon. I can't wait to see what you do on the field, man. Good luck to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And we are going to be sending this back over to T-Roy, Charlie, and myself. All right. And we are back. Now, let's talk about the good and the bad times that just happened over the weekend. First, we're going to start off with the Baltimore Vultures taking on the Mexico City Aztecs. And... (laughs) The Vultures won 45 to 44. When I tell you, Lemon Booty, it was had in both of these games. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. You know, your heart is in your chest the entire time. I mean, well, it's in your chest, but it's in your throat um, the entire time. Now, Baltimore had 497 yards passing, 12 yards rushing for 509 yards total. They held the ball for 17 minutes, 43 seconds with two mistakes. Mexico City had 366 yards passing, 100 yards rushing for 466 yards total. Time of possession was 24 minutes, nine seconds with one turnover. Player of the game was quarterback Jack Wigmore, 36 completions out of 42 attempts, 497 yards, five touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 135.7. So, T-Roy, I'm going to let you toot your own horn right here. What was the key to you guys winning this game? I mean, one point, brother? It was the most exciting end, and I'll be honest with you, uh, the, the onside kick attempt, to the final score from Shark, I was on my knees because <laughs> I, I I was like, we don't usually convert onside kicks. I think that was the first one in at least what twelve or season thirteen. Um, I think the last time we may have converted onside kick is against the team that is now in Florida that used to be in Alaska, if I remember correctly, back in the semifinals of season twelve. But yeah, that was a exciting match. I think the turning point was um, the pick six. I think uh, let me see who. Yeah, it was Ben stacking paper. It was pick six that helped uh, turn it around. Uh, and I mean, uh, it was it was a very exciting game. And Jack Wigmore was on fire. Um, I know we talked about this in past shows. Usually, the team that commits the less turnovers usually wins. Just one of them weird instances where um, we were lucky enough to win that one. I'm not going to be like, oh, we were the baddest team in town. That was a uh, that was a close one. And it was a well-fought one, as everybody expected, as they said on your show. It's going to be a close one, um, as I said on the show last week. So very happy and very blessed that we got the opportunity to meet the guy in uh, Florida for the championship thanks to some very clutch play by some very, very good great players. Absolutely. And Mexico City did their they did their best, man. I mean, even putting up 
100 yards rushing, over 300 passing, held the ball longer, did, and, and even throwing one less, you know, making one less mistake. And, you know, I can only imagine, I think that they suffered the same kind of heartbreak that we did last season with Denver. It was just different circumstances. But it's just like when you see your season just, it was there and you know, you, you had it and then seconds are flowing and you seeing, oh, oh no. And then you get an onside kick, the other team gets an onside kick that normally doesn't happen. Like it's, certain things are just meant at that point and that you can't, you can't argue with it. So kudos to y'all man for making that an interesting game. Like I literally walked away cause I was like, oh, it's getting ready to be Mexico City and Florida in this thing. I can't, you know, I, I can't believe it. Then <laughs> I, I leave and I go cook and do something and I see onside and I see oh shoot well first of all I think I, I saw the touchdown first then I saw the onside I was like they getting ready to do it and you did it so congratulations to you man thank, uh, thank you thank you and like I said I saw that that onside kick if you look at that replay it looked like the the first down marker was going towards where Mexico City looked like they recovered it but when I saw and then heard the announcer said that no ball we recovered I was like Oh my! <laughs> I was literally freaking out. I was like, "Really? We 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 got that back?" And then Shark finished it off. I was like, oh. "But yeah, props to Mexico City because I know I, we lost a similar game like that, not in the same fashion, but uh, season fifteen against Atlanta. That was a tough one, losing mm -hmm. a very great game on that one. So you, you know, Mexico City is going to be back." Even, I know they're losing one player, but they're going to be back. I, they'll probably be in the semifinals, if not the championship game next season. Mm -hmm. I can see that for all of these teams that the, the final four, definitely. Um, even the quarterfinal teams, I think that they'll be back too, but definitely mm -hmm. the final four. Speaking of which, the Florida Storm took on the Arizona Scorpions where the Storm won. 24 to 17. Great game to watch too, man. It was again, another lemon booty production because there is no way that anybody in that stadium was knew a knew what was going to really happen and B felt comfortable. I don't think even in any of these games, you were feeling comfortable. Um, but Arizona had 282 yards passing, 93 yards rushing, 375 yards total. Time of possession was 23 minutes, 8 seconds with 3 interceptions. Um, Florida had 229 yards passing, 177 yards rushing for 406 yards total. Time of possession, 20 minutes, 34 seconds with 1 mistake. Player of the game was the man right here, Charlie Valetsky. 21 attempts, 166 yards, two touchdowns, and 36 reception yards. So, Charlie, before you start, this was a like a freaking great, great game. And <clears throat> great game, great game. I lost Even my voice. Every, in the, hmm? I lost my voice in the voice chat. I bet you did. <laughs> I was screaming my lungs out for four quarter. Believe me. I bet you did. But you know, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, and I kind of take solace in the fact, I mean, I hate losing. I hate losing to anybody. Um, but I did look at it from the standpoint of 
we lost to a championship, a three-time championship winner that had two Hall of Fame players on their on offense and defense. Mighty and the knowledge that he has with these playbooks, he's been doing this forever. And for us to be able to keep stay in this game in the way we did and only lose by a touchdown. And we went for a Hail Mary at the end, just didn't connect up with my guys. And maybe the drive, you know, things would have been different, but it was a heck of a game. And I'm so glad that we played you guys as hard as we did, because that that lets me know that we're on the right path because we get a little bit closer every single year. And when I knew we were going to play Florida, I was like, okay, we can beat anybody, <laughs> but this is Florida, but we can beat anybody. You know, but kudos to y'all for the efforts that you did. And when you went down, man, I was like, oh. yeah, but go yeah, ahead. Give us little... your, give, give us your take on it, love. Yeah. I had that injury was, uh, eye raising to say the least. And I know that, you know, the, I was holding my breath until they showed that it was cramps. And then even with cramps, sometimes you still miss the whole game with cramps. So it was very touch and go for a while and you know i know that i'm like a big part of the offense i touch the ball a lot whether it be running or passing so to lose someone who's involved so you know so much in the offense would have been a huge blow so we were just holding our breath until uh the third quarter um came and even then we didn't have the ball in the on the first possession so it was like four or five minutes gone by in the third quarter until we even knew if I was going to be back or not. So it was, uh, it was, uh, there were a lot of uh, breath holding in our VC up until until then. But uh, yeah, this was a, it was a nail biter, great game. It was being billed with all the social media stuff as a clash of the Titans. And it really was because Eddie, and Mighty are two of the pillars of this league. They've been doing it for a long time. They have incredible respect across the board. And just to have two elite guys like that going head to head in in a high pressure game with all the money on the line, what more can you ask for? I mean, it was great. It lived up to the billing, that's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, this will too. This this championship will not be short on the excitement. It's going to be hashtag drama is real. It's going to be hashtag everything because this is what we all strive for. This is what this is why GMs work so hard to get the players that coaches need to be able to, to make the moves that they need to make, the chess moves. Because I felt like this both of these games are just chess um, games yeah. of chess being played. And you know, the better teams this season won. So congratulations to both of you. Um Thank you. I want to see a, a great show. And I'm curious to know now that we're sliding over to SFL chat around the water cooler talking about the championship games coming up. How do you think that you guys are going to defend against each other? Like, what do you think that, what do you think that your game plans are going to be? I know neither one of you know what your coaches are going to do, which I kind of feel like this is a good question to ask um, because you know what the tendencies of each of your teams. So what do you think that you guys got to do to beat the other one? And I think I'll start with you first, Charlie. 
All right. Well, just reading the tea leaves of the way things have gone this season, uh, I think, I think the only way, I think we're going to have to keep up offensively with Baltimore. They have a prolific offense. I mean, they drop 40 every game. So we're going to have to keep up with them. We can't, I, it, it has to stay close the entire game. That That's, I think, uh, the key to just being in it at the end, not even necessarily winning, but we have to, we have to go toe to toe and punch for punch offensively. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. I agree. What about you, Tira? Well, I think that for one, Florida is, I think a lot of like Denver from last season, just they don't have the fullback on offense. But what I mean by that is that, they had a great rushing attack for Denver. It was uh, Jarrett McChesney with uh, Ari Mills blocking for him. This year with Florida, Charlie Bolesky's just having an awesome season. Ron Cochran, he can be on fire and, and doesn't make mistakes. So we got to make sure that we are on our A-plus game against their defense, which is, as you already experienced, one of the best in the league. So we have to, you know, do our part and play our A-plus game against their defense. And hopefully we can uh, contain the running game. It's like Charlie Pilexi, like I said, he he's a beast. He's he's one of them guys that you look out for. You have to look out for. He already said himself, offense does uh, rely upon him. So we got we to gotta watch out. And we can't sleep on Ron Cochran. can't sleep on the rest of the Florida's offense. Every, they got weapons. So... We, we got a tough task in our hand again. We're expecting another war like we had against Mexico City, like we have been experiencing all season. This is not going to be a easy game. And hopefully, you know, we can uh, minimize mistakes. And if Florida makes mistakes, hopefully we can capitalize on it if they do. Like, again, this is Florida. And this is Mighty. We already talked about it. Mighty's one of the best. He's a Hall of Famer. We got two Hall of Famers on our uh, coaching staff and uh, Dr. T. Pat and TJ. So it's going to be a uh, fun one. And hopefully, hopefully uh, we commit less turnovers this time. I'll tell you what, you better watch out for Big Sexy, though. Oh, I experienced Big Sexy kicked my butt so many times already. So I already know about him. Do you know how many times I got up off the ground this past game? That's I right. I, like I was well protected this season, but this guy, nah. He's responsible exactly. for about uh, three fourths of my uh, gray beard. Got <laughs> <laughs> to worry about Big Sexy uh, whooping my butt when I carry the ball. So. Oh, yeah, I, I don't sleep on Florida's defense. And I also know Ryan Davidson, too. He's a uh, ball hawk himself. So mm-hmm. yeah. everybody on Florida is a beast. Yeah, I think I think T-Roy is right. I think, um, you know, I think uh, both offenses, both of our offenses uh, can really spread the ball around. I know, like, I, I get a lot of touches, but truth be told, you know, Ron is a Hall of Famer. We we have uh, two great receivers. We have a great two great tight ends. We spread the ball around. So, you know, it's kind of like death by a thousand paper cuts with our offense sometimes. You know, mm. there are games where I'll touch the ball, you know, I'll run the ball 12 times, and then there's other games where I'll run it 25 times. So the offense is spread around pretty nicely, and I think it's pretty difficult to, to game plan against, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And same can be said for obviously um, Baltimore's prolific offense. I mean, they spread the ball around as well. Um, and the thing, the thing that keeps like ringing in my head though is, you know, Big Sexy is great on our defensive line. Our defensive line across the board, we our our defense is tight, but our secondary also our bread and butter and. That's that's really to me the matchup of the game. Our secondary versus their prolific passing game. I think that's going to be a huge, huge uh, battle, and uh, the winner of that battle will probably win the game. I agree. So you mentioned your secondary was one of the best uh, features. Tell me, kind of gloat about your team a little bit. So. How do you think your team got to this point to the championship? What things did you guys do right in your opinions throughout this entire season to make it to this point? And I think I'll start with you first, uh, Charlie. Well, I think um, first and foremost, after last season, we lost a heartbreaker in the championship game, right? So, so the entire team attitude from the second that game ended until now has been unfinished business. We have to we have to go that next step. There's only one more step to take and that's to win it all. And I think that's been the mindset the entire season and Mighty and Ben have been working behind the scenes, working those dials, game planning every uh, hours and hours. I know every, I know most of the coaches in this league you know go the extra mile, but those guys you know, I can't speak for anybody else, but those guys, I mean, eat, sleep and breathe Florida star, Storm football. And it shows week in and week out. It really does. Uh, if anyone watches our games and sees the defenses we run from week to week and also the offense we run, it's it's tough to game plan against us both on both sides. And that is 1000% a credit to the coaches. So they've they've been locked in all year to get back to this game. So I think that's uh, the main reason. We had just tunnel vision the entire year uh, in, in our locker room, and uh, we say every week, go. We need to go one and zero every week, one and zero every week. We laser, laser focus on the week in front of us, the game in front of us, one and zero every week. We don't look past the team that might have a, a worse record than us. Uh, we don't look past teams that we match up well against. We try to keep it humble. Just one to know every week. One to know every week. That's we 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 literally can't that in our in our in our locker room in the VC. One to know every damn week. That's what we say. That's what we've said all season. And uh, it's worked so far. One more one more week to go uh, one to know, right? I love Hopefully. it. We'll see. I love it. T-Roy, what about you? Here's the thing. is like you can basically say the same thing what, he, what Charlie just said, just switch the team name to Baltimore and switch the players because that's exactly what we've been doing. TJ and T-Pat do their extreme best to make sure that they put us in a great situation. Our team will always support each other. Just like Charlie's team support each other. We have each other's back. We support our coaching staff. We support our players. And the main thing is 
just like Charlie said, we try to, our best to focus on whoever our opponent is for the week. We're not worrying about what could happen in the week ahead. And we're not going to sell for what happened the week before. We'll, we'll never settle. So it's going to be just the same mindset that Charlie's team have is just stay focused on who we're facing. And like Charlie said, hopefully we get the win when the week is over. So basically what Charlie said, I'm going to reiterate and say ditto. It's the <laughs> same thing. Legit, it's the same thing. And just I think one of the keys is just the offseason moves we were able to uh, make. Uh, getting Jimmy has definitely improved our running attack. I think that's what hurt us last season. We got destroyed by Florida last season due to the fact that we were one-dimensional and I was struggling that year. So with the additional threat of Jimmy, it definitely helped our offense out. He has won us a lot of games this season. With addition to Keenan Samuels, it's just like Ben Clockwork in the linebacking core. Mm. We have one uh, so far, hopefully, only one slip up. I know everybody say whoever is the last loss that we had going to the playoffs will be the last loss we have for the rest of the season. So I know that's what Florida's thinking. That's what we're thinking. So hopefully we experience our one screw up against London where they just took it to us. But uh, we are now having more balanced attack. Didn't seem like that against Mexico City. I think uh, I'm not going to. I think AI just hated us in the first half. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. Why is Jimmy not getting the ball? It's just like AI just wasn't feeling us the first half. So, But uh, we are a more balanced team now that we have Jimmy on there as the halfback. And hopefully I don't screw up and miss my blocks. That's what I'm, That's all I'm hoping for. So I can help Jimmy, you know. Uh, make it easy for him but uh yeah basically what charlie said just to end this uh long story make this long story short what charlie said i basically reiterate i mean you know and it's 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 great to see um hall of fame hall of famers go at it you know like i said it's <sighs> not gonna be an easy game to cause i know it's not gonna be easy for you two to watch nope. like you know, I actually felt a, a, a weight kind of lifted off my shoulders, you know, once the, the zeros came down, I was like, like, I'm mad, like, I'm mad we lost, but like, at the same time, I'm okay, I can go sit down and just, <laughs> I'm glad I still got all my hair, y'all see it? <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. But yeah, this is gonna be it's, it's gonna be awesome. And you do, there are some similarities, great matchups, and that's gonna be happening in this game. Um, that I think it's going to go down in history as one of the best games that we've seen. Um, so everybody, Saturday, coverage starting at 2.30. Pre-game, all that good stuff. And I'll make sure I have everything in the description for you as far as where to go. Um, the actual start times of the games, if you want to see everything that's happening before, all of that's good stuff too. But gentlemen, thank you for your time. I do wish you both the best of luck this game. Um, just uh, no, you know me. Normally, I, I normally do a pick, 